Start over. Anybody recapture that magic? I would like that. Adam, I'm wearing damp pants. Oh, I'm sorry, Charlie. <laughs> How'd your pants get damp? Uh, they were they were in the they were in the dryer, but not long enough. Oh. So I put them on over my shorts because I don't want to go outside in just shorts. Okay. Damp pants. I got a decision to make. Take the shoes off. Try to air dry the pants right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're going to do a little strip pod. Mm-hmm. Well, your decision I'm making. It's a damp world damp. out there today, so your pants are kind of uh, kind of the perfect attire. Really, you really fit in out there. There you go. It's a damp world. I'm just living in it, mm-hmm. living in Adam's dampness. And <laughs> we got a whole damp situation with our dryer, too. No, I mean, your pants would be drier. I guess that makes sense inside the dryer than out. <laughs> but, that works. Uh, it fogs up the whole bathroom. It's a whole scene. Uh, but that's enough about the, the whimsical life of the Velvet Manor. I don't know if we're public with that name. Velvet Manor? Is it just as, a group chat name? Or? Uh I think it's fun. We, right. we live in a red apartment. Mm-hmm. Boy, I thought we had some good damn pants stuff in there. We had some bad damn pants. I'm gonna say about half of that's a keeper. And uh, coming off a coming off a hard to beat hang last night, did a show in in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Yeah. You looked you looked at you the way in on the on the show. I don't know. It was just uh, we, we were up late. It was we had the daylight savings hour. So I think at one point it was like. Oh, it's like 3.30 in the morning. Oh, did we beat it? But so it's then only it... this time. But then I was like, oh, actually, I think I'm up to like 4.30. Oh, wow. It was. Uh, I didn't realize it was that late. It was a late night. Uh, later for you. Yeah. Well, we played some games. We had a, had a good show, drove back, had a beer. Hey, that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> and you, you couldn't look more spry today. Uh, well, I'm here uh, because I dragged you here. Uh, kicking and screaming. Um, which was a movie, uh, free association. And, <laughs> but I have a question about, uh, you know, sometimes I like to refer to people for no apparent reason as Peter Pants, uh, which, uh, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the topic now that I think about it. <laughs> you can it. ask me about Peter Pan. That's fine too. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what I have is an, another guy I'd that works. I'm just as on board with Peter Pan <laughs> as the topic, honestly. That's, that's where your mind's at. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm going to stick to our first guy who wears who wears pants that are a little too tight. Hopefully not quite as damp. But he gives, he takes from the rich and he gives to the poor. And his name is Sir Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as he's, he's colloquially, he's often known uh, by his friends as Peter Pants. Because mm-hmm. um, they, they get him confused too. Yep. We have a couple of guys, a couple of whimsical guys, head of a crew who wear all green and tights. That is... I feel like it's a little bit of a, is that a theme? Yeah, throughout? I'm surprised that wasn't like a celebrity deathmatch lineup. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You ever watch that show? No. It was mildly entertaining when you're a child and it's 2 a.m. and and you're hopped up on Mountain Dew and pizza. What did they do? They took two celebrities and they had them fight wear the same graphically pants? Oh, okay. via claymation on Comedy Central. Oh, really? Yeah. What? It was a show where there was, was like the claymation show? celebrities would like fight and they'd be like sticking swords through each other, but it would always like have to do with their persona, the way that they would, Oh, you know, it was interesting and I hadn't thought about it until right now. Hmm. I always thought it was more of a Hollywood Squares kind of thing whenever <laughs> I heard that title, but there were people hanging out and talking about themselves on TV. Oh, no. Different, different, different thing altogether. Different ball of wax. 
while this uh, this Robin Hood fella, uh huh, I don't know if his na- I don't know if that was his given name or if he, uh, yeah, as Sir Robin Hood is that a thing? Sir Sir Robin Hood. I've seen a few different renditions. One of them had uh, was it Russell Crowe? I feel yeah. like that's the one where it's like they called him Sir. But if I saw Russell Crowe, I'd be like, Hey, Sir. I think that's the most badass version of okay. Robin Hood. Um, is I that the only real live action one? I think they might have made more. Okay. Uh, so Robin Hood is, I think, generally regarded as fiction. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's one of those fictional characters who's like, he comes from the folklore, right? Right. People go and like, oh, there's this guy named Robin Hood. He would do this. It was a nice story. And then it becomes a little unclear. Did this guy exist or did we just like the way he said, kind of like some of these some of these folks in the Bible. Uh-huh. Like, are we just trying to learn about a thing? Or was there actually a guy running around in green pants? And uh, the truth lies probably with the fiction. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't even think it's in the middle. I okay. think he was fake. Folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a, he's an Englishman. And specifically, he lived in uh, Shorewood, Shorewood Forest. Oh, wow. Okay. I believe that's the name of it. Uh-huh. Still exist? Uh, yeah, I think that's a real place. Okay. I think that there's like a castle by it. And then actually there's probably a city and this is just the forest outside. Yeah. I feel like that's the way to get your folklore weaved into this possible confusion of you mix in all these real things, you know what I mean? Real places, real people. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you get a little confused because he's got his, his main enemy. I think his enemy might've been real. Okay. And that was a man named Prince John. Okay. And that's probably how this folklore starts. So there is a greedy prince, and I think that's just kind of all kings and princes. There's a lot of princes, I think. Right. There's someone at the top, and he's he's making all the big bucks. So the uh, you know taxes and whatnot. Yeah, caste caste situation, feudal. What what's the feudal was was England? Oh, caste. Okay, caste is different. That's more eastern. I I picture India. Yeah. When they're talking about a caste system. Yeah. The uh, the English folks they do these feudal states. Uh huh. Where it was just like, you know, you've seen the Monty Python, yeah. right? People with mud on their face. Oh, you should yeah. see Monty Python. I know. We've told. We'll do an app. That's not. A we'll good just walk it. We we'll have fun. It. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't I'm, need to be any of this. All right. Well, I have plans later. That's how those happen. You have plans later? Yeah, we'll watch Monty Python. Oh, okay. I like to double up, make plans while I'm at the recording the podcast. Real time management <laughs> thing happening right now. It's paying off. Uh huh. So, to, to to set ourselves up, we have. A king with all the money, and then we have a man in the forest, and he makes his mission to steal from this king and give it back to the poor. That's a good mission. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it's, he's, he's another one of these characters where in real time, the newspaper headlines, he's the bad guy. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. You got a spinning newspaper in, it's like outlaw attacks, you know. One of the one of the upstanding citizens, mm-hmm. pillar and community robbed by outlaw. So that's what, what the newspaper reads. Was his mi- all right? So what was his uh, mission statement? I'm I'm sure he didn't have a website through Squarespace.com, but if you you all want one, it's a great uh, platform, and we we they're sponsoring us today. But uh, what was his mission statement? Was he like I'm going to take for myself first, and then kind of just like buy my friends drinks at the bar, or was he like oh, I'm going to hit the poorest family? Like how did he plan to spread this around? That's a good question, because I don't think it was a very... He didn't have the plan, like, steal from the rich, give to the poor, and we're going to do that with a 15% a lot, you know, we take their taxes are this much high, and we're going to spread that out. It was more like, here, have this gold lamp. I think it was a little bit more, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was was figurative. It was 
about gestures. Okay. And so he's got, I think the first people he's watching out for is his crew that he refers to as his merry men. Uh-huh. And these are at about a dozen friends of his who hang out drinking in the woods outside All of town. All unmarried men, presumably, with that lifestyle. Yeah, that seems that seems fair. Hey, that's why they're so happy, am I right? <laughs> We're high-fiving repeatedly mm-hmm. in, the, in the podcast room. Um, yeah, he's got about a dozen folks, and I mean, I think you could tell a version of this story where you're looking at it from Prince, Prince uh, John's standpoint, and these guys are just a bunch of jackasses. Drunk hooligans. Mm-hmm. And they come into town. They rob rich people. Uh-huh. They're all on horses, presumably. There's probably some horses involved. Okay. I don't picture them on horses mostly, but that, that is how you get away from people Yeah, quickly. I mean, I don't think every poor person really had a horse back then, despite recent talks. Oh, did I take that? Ah, you're like, ah, it's like your car. No one's looking at you like you're rich because you have an old car. You have an old horse? I still think that's true. You just all have right. a worse quality horse. But... I'm sure not all these guys had horses. I'm sure they lost their horse in a in a drunk game of jacks or something, whatever they were playing. You might be right. And so we, I'm going to say Robin Hood's got a horse, but he's not a horse guy primarily. Mm-hmm. He uh, His weapon of choice is the... B&A? The B&A, the bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. It's a, a classic... It's one of the cool guy weapons. It's fun. It's precise. It's a little sleeker and sexier than, than just a big hammer, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of the hammer, my favorite character in this uh, in this Robin Hood universe is Little John. Who, okay. Who is a big man, and they call him Little John. It's a uh-huh. fun little joke. All right. Any any inspiration for the, uh, the man notoriously made famous for a what? Okay. That guy. I could have done more of an impression, <laughs> but I thought it'd be fun to <laughs> make you work a little for it. Ah, uh, Mr. What? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so... I mean, he probably just took, I think he just took that name. Little John. Yeah. yeah. And he, he dropped the little to Lil, mm-hmm. and that's how you know he's an artist. Choices like that, creative mm-hmm. decisions. Economy of letters. Mm-hmm. Um, little John chose the cudgel. His main weapon of choice was a cudgel, which oh, I always thought the... was the coolest weapon as a kid. Uh-huh. What's a cudgel? A cudgel is a stick. It sounds like a tool for, for um, dairy farming. Uh, cud. What do they call Cud. I don't know what cut is. That's like the top fat on the milk. Maybe. So I'm picturing. Anyway, describe this cudgel. A cudgel it's about as fancy a word for big, thick stick as you can come up with. <laughs> okay. And you just hold the the stick, mm-hmm. you know, one hand about eight inches away from each end, and you can do some whacking. Okay. There's a lot of and cross check. Right. I think most the thing that always confused me. I always thought cudgels were super cool as a kid, partially because I had sticks. Is that what Donatello had? Yes. Yeah, okay. And and as a kid, you have sticks available to you. You don't have ninja stars. You throw them, you got to go pick them up. But the cudgel... <laughs> that, was, that would have annoyed you as a child if you got ninja stars having to retrieve them. It's the same kind of problem with the yeah. bow and arrow. You're like, you fire off your arrows and you're like, like with those Nerf guns, you get in a Nerf fight? Half of a Nerf fight was walking across the room and gathering the darts that worked for your gun because the other guy's darts didn't oh, work yeah, for your gun. Oh, yeah, you got to have the same darts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- those movies always, they don't really address that. You got like a, a Legolas who's just shooting people all day. And what is this bottomless quill? Yeah, that's why those movies are so long because they spent like 45 minutes showing him just making his arrows all day. <laughs> You're like, I get that we want this to feel like there's some effort put in beforehand, but I think we could, we could speed that one up 2x, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the cudgel... My question on the cudgel, it's a cool weapon. It only really makes a lot of sense when you are fighting someone else who has a cudgel. I see. 
Two guys with a cudgel, that's cool. It's a scene. Yeah. It's a dance. Same kind of thing. Two guys with a sword, you're like, oh, this, like the fencing sword. Always confused by fencing. Yeah, me too. Because like, oh, it makes, when two guys are fencing, that's cool. Also, if you showed up with a fencing sword and someone came in with just like a cutlass, they're just going to fucking wreck you. So I don't understand the point of trying to poke guys. Someone else gets a blade. Give, Give me a cutlass rundown. Cutlass? Thinking of an old car. Uh, cutlass is like a like a pirate shaped um, uh-huh. sword. It's got some arc to it. It's got that. It's got yeah. that whip back, uh-huh. and that's a cool one. Yeah, it's a slasher. Mm-hmm. So Little John and Robin Hood meet each other and become friends. I think they both hang out in the woods independently at <laughs> first. Uh-huh. And they to meet... be fair, most places were woods back then. I guess there was less. There was less street corners. Yeah. All right. Uh. But I think they ran into each other in the woods, and then they had like a like an epic cudgel duel. Oh. And I think Little John won, but then was like, instead of like winning and then just keep smacking him with the cudgel, he was like, you're a fun guy to fight. What's your whole thing? And then Robin Hood goes, steal from the rich, give to the poor. Mm-hmm. And he goes, we're buddies now. Let's, that's uh, it. This, so then he joined his band. The band was already existed, or is this like the first scene when the band starts, you know, someone's running through the streets and all of a sudden... A kid starts running alongside and then uh, more people co- join and you got a whole... I think it was more that situation. Okay. You've got um, Robin Hood. He teams up with Little John. All of a sudden, you've got a... What? You've got a power couple. Little John? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, those two get on board. And then you get some some other players. And it is the same concept as the Ninja Turtles where you don't want... You're not like, oh, let's go get a Cutlass guy now. Or, no, I, I mean, let's go get a Cudgel guy now. Uh-huh. You go, well, let's let's now find a guy who, like, you know, his thing is that he's got really big hands and, like, he can smash people or something. I don't think they had him specifically. Okay. But it's one of these teams where everyone serves Everyone's a distinct got a thing. role. Yeah. Those are fun. Those are the, you got to do it. Like the A-team. Uh-huh. You know what always blew my mind, the A-team? I always thought Mr. T, that was his character's name in the A-team, and mm-hmm. then the actor was somebody. Yeah. When I found out that the character <laughs> had a different name and Mr. T was the actor... <laughs> Whew, that set me back a couple of years. Yeah, that'll 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 do it to you. That'll shatter really anyone's idea of of what what we should be doing out there with our naming. Uh, I knew someone who uh, worked in a hospital, and they this has got to be up there in the craziest names. There was a uh, a child's name that was um, four S's in a row, and then a T. S S S T. Yeah, and. Uh, Upon speaking with the parents, it became clear that the name that that was supposed to uh, indicate was Forrest. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. bad one. That feels... <sighs> Isn't that cruel? That feels like one of those fake start. Like, I think Ladasha is like the go-to, aren't names crazy sometimes? L-E-A. Mm-hmm. But that, that Forrest, that doesn't even sound real. That sounds like a, it's like a bad Yahoo username or something. <laughs> it's That's the... Uh, the the ask Jeeves or the the Yahoo Answers screen name that replies like, oh no, for for less dandruff, use ammonia on your head <laughs> on your scalp, <laughs> that yeah. kind of shit. It's like, a real troll. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> people people screw up those uh, those usernames early on. I remember having friends who their last name was uh, was Becker, so they thought it was. They're like, oh, instead of Becker, like it's L three. That looks like a B, yeah. and then it's like. 
Yeah, you're gonna have to write that on forms. That is the worst idea. <laughs> Wait, but what name? A sc- uh, email? You mean the email address uh, yeah. was L three Ecker, and it's like you have to explain how this works every time you give someone your email address. I don't think you get how email addresses work. No, this isn't like a. I probably had a bad one at some point. That's fair. I feel like I got it. I got it quick and early. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not gonna give those users my email address because, boy, I've. I don't know that many hours in the day reading through fan mail. Yeah, I buy everything someone sends me. (laughs) I I established a rule with myself. It's like, if you take the time to email me, because no one was back then, I'm like, I will buy whatever product you're selling. And it has become really expensive (laughs) in 2018. So we're in the woods. We've got a full band. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they're they're taken to the streets. And they're... um, I don't know what the systematic way of who, like, which rich people they're robbing or if it's probably got to do it like the tax man. They wait till the tax man knocks on every door. He gets a big sack. Okay. And then they just go knock it out of his hands. I was going to say, do they kind of also shit on just the con? Like, are they kind of just like walking to the castle and then uh, on their way, they'll like steal a sandwich off of you oh, know, some server's tray at some restaurant, just some working class? Oh, I like the you image know, of there's like two people eating at a restaurant. You know, there's a fancy restaurant on one side of the street a worse restaurant on the other side and they're like going on the street grabbing sandwiches from one putting them on one guy's plate <laughs> just a, to the ba- the worst restaurant just a very direct like you you should have a better sandwich and <laughs> this guy's got to give you 20 bucks so as all good stories go oh they've also got another one of their buddies is named uh friar tuck oh wow and okay I, I don't think that he was in the merry men i think he was like their outside buddy Mm-hmm. So I think a friar is some sort of religious guy. That sounds right. I think they like live in the church. Some sort of. Hmm, yeah. Okay. But if you if you can picture this guy, he's always wearing what looks like a burlap sack, and then he's. Got, oh, I can picture it completely. Yeah, I picture a cartoon version of it, but yeah. Do you do you have the image of the hair? Because the hair is the most famous part. Is it like long hair but bald on top? It's just like a it's like a bowl cut. Picture someone who got a bowl cut. Oh and yeah, then they yeah, yeah, shave yeah. The inner circle, three, three stooge kind of thing. Yeah, and I don't know if that was like a like a religious thing. Like, hey, I'm an angel. You kind of look more like a like a <laughs> fat old man, to be honest. But you could pretend that's an angel uh-huh. thing, or he just I don't know. He might have not cared. It might have been a statement about yeah. wealth inequality. Oh, I'm sure there was something deep to it. So was the did they do like one big hit or were they making all these small little you know what I mean? Were they building towards one big moment or is this just the, the slow leak? I think they were kind of like a um it's kind of like an Ocean's 11 kind of thing. Okay. Where they'd spend 3 weeks in the forest cutting sp- one guy's hair <laughs> <laughs> to look perfectly odd. Uh-huh. And then they'd, and then at the end of that, they'd uh, come up with a good plan and be like, ah, we'll rob the castle. You bust in over here. We'll do this. They're always, I bet there's always something to do with a harvest festival. <laughs> okay. I think, so a, a main, what, Robin Hood has all sorts of mythology. I think there might be like a dozen books on the guy. Okay. And they're just different stories of like, and then here's, you know. Robin Hood goes to the zoo. Okay, so he had a long career. I think you're thinking of Curious George, but... Oh, I was... Yeah, that's good. I was going to say Robin Hood gets a paper out, but... Um, I think the the most popular story is the one where this Prince John has himself a princess, mm-hmm. Marianne or something, and uh, he's... She hates him, but as always happens, she has to marry him. Yeah. That's the... Those are just the rules. But she doesn't have to marry him as long as Robin Hood 
comes around and makes him look like an idiot or whatever. Okay, that's an interesting contract. Yeah. Um, now, so I think what happened here, Robin Hood shows up to some harvest festival or other festival. Uh, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Picture a cornucopia. Yeah. People are people are dancing. There's a there's a guy playing one of those guitars that's a weird shape, kind of looks like a like a ham. There's a lot ham of bone. ham bone. Okay. What are those? Mandolin. Okay. Familiar. So, Robin Hood shows up. He might show up in disguise, like he throws on a mustache. Oh, that's fun. Because he knows, hey, if people know that I'm Robin Hood. Yeah, is he pretty famous around town at this point? I don't picture this being a big area that he roams. Uh, let's let's give it twenty thousand people. Okay. It's a twenty thousand person society. Everyone's familiar with these twelve guys in the woods, but that's we don't big have... enough. Yeah, you can roam around. Also, keep in mind we don't have cameras at the moment. Yeah, so it's all word of mouth. As long as he doesn't have like a, a stupid Harry Potter scar, or something that people can. Right, Friar he... Tuck's the one that we're like, oh, it's Burlap Sackman with the with the haircut. But Robin Hood, I guess he too has like a specific hat. And if pants. he's really wearing those pants, I can't picture that was doesn't blend into something him. everyone was doing. Oh, maybe he hears his move. If you are a guy famous, so they don't have cameras. They can't take a picture of his face, pass it around. Everyone knows just what he looks like. So if you want to lay low, you have everyone really strongly identify you as the guy who wears the green pants. And then anytime you don't want to be recognized, just throw on some red pants. Boom, you're in the clear. Not bad. So I think he shows up at this harvest festival. It'd be my second choice of color pants, but... <laughs> it would work. They only had two colors back then. All right. Tough times. Yeah, Christmas every day. Yeah, it was the uh the bourgeoisie at the top. They had all the all the colors and then these poor people, they need Robin Hood to mm-hmm. get some for them. The only dyes were just berries and, and leaves. You know what's crazy? Indi- what's the deal with indigo as a crop? Because there used to be a time you know the South, one of their big exports was indigo. And I this this is unrelated to England, but I was always the impression under the impression that was just a color, that they were just harvesting the color blue, <laughs> so that people could dye their clothes. Uh, I wish I knew. I, I wish I could confirm or deny that. All right. Well, I'm going to say to the listeners, indigo, as in the color indigo, used to be a major export of the South, and that funded the slave trade. And what was it worth? That's what I have to say. Yeah. Comment on SoundCloud. Feel free. Mm-hmm. Weigh in on the slave trade. Say. Is indigo like an aqua, like a uh, like a turquoise? Yeah, I think it's like a between turquoise and blue is what I'm picturing. Okay. Um, not a bad color, but so mm-hmm. at the harvest festival, there's a there's an archery. They're they're, they're shooting a competition. Arrows. There's a competition. Ah, disguised Robin Hood probably comes in and really splits a bunch of arrows. And that's exactly what he does. Does he? It is the classic guys like I think. You know, everyone's very impressed. This guy comes in, hits the bullseye with like all three arrows or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Robin Hood comes in behind him. Boom, boom, boom. Splits those arrows, which I guess just means that he, went, I, I guess they're gone if you split them. I don't. Oh, I think it's. Seems like a tie. I mean, it's impressive to hit the same spot. My dad split an arrow in our backyard once. Really? Uh, yeah, he was just like per- target shooting. And I mean, I'm sure he was good. I don't mean to take credit away, but. You know, yeah, you shoot yeah, a bunch of arrows enough. at the same spot long enough and you hit it right on. Just split right down the middle. All right. Still pretty good. That was pretty cool. It's a, it's I think a small sa- target. I think we saved it. That's, I'll do that sometimes, uh, throwing darts, but we got one of those dart boards where the holes are too small. Oh, uh, yeah. So they're like bouncing out all the time. 
But sometimes you stick a dart in between so it doesn't even get to the board. You ever have that happen? Oh, interesting. It's I have not. Stuck between two darts. Nice. It's very exciting. But it doesn't count because those boards don't have a... I think you, you could probably... Go in and push it. Edit it, yeah. Um, so he splits them. Everyone goes, oh my God, who is this guy? He is unbelievable. And he rips off his mustache and he takes off his breakaway pants to reveal his green pants. And people gasp and then <gasps> probably chase him. Okay. I think they Did ch- he win a prize for this or was he just showing off? I think he's showing off for the woman who uh, is like... Oh, did the prince compete? Did he split the prince's arrows? No. See, I was going to say he That doesn't feel like a prince, prince thing to do. But I don't. I doubt the prince is actually that good at shooting arrows. <laughs> I bet it's more like a... Like when Hitler... Hitler didn't try to disprove that Germans were faster than black men by racing other black men. He went and got his big, fast German guy and mm-hmm. was like, he'll beat him. So I think the prince is doing the same thing. He's like, look how amazing I am. I've got buddies who are great at shooting arrows. Yeah, no okay. Like, no one's impressed by this. Prince and Hitler. Um, Two of my favorite musical artists. <laughs> <laughs> Followed only by little John himself. What? I was getting a, I was back into the story. Okay. It's little John. I did the same thing to you and you didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You're right. Hoisted by my own leotard. Green little leotard. So that's that's story number one. Also, maybe during this time, let's add in this, because the story doesn't relate to Robin Hood's whole thing. Mm-hmm. So at the time, Little John was raiding the castle for jewels and oh. handing those out to children so that they <laughs> okay. could have more jewels. Cause, it's a common complaint of mine is that children do not look ornate enough. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to treat them like they're delicate, but they don't look delicate. They just look like smaller people. <laughs> you dress them up in fine jewels and be like, wow, don't touch the, the jewel person. Mm. They're fragile and important. You raised some, some good points here. I brought those on paper. Those were written down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. You just have a piece of paper in crayon. You wrote, children don't look fragile. Give them jewels. Mm-hmm. So, so they chase them. Just the towns, the townsfolks, they kind of on the side. It feels like one of those things where, okay, is it is it people related to the the prince? They're all chasing them. And then town folk are kind of like rooting them on. And maybe like a kid sticks his foot out. And then, you know, one of the, one of the king's helpers falls. And Yeah. Okay. He's always, he's, he's fighting the man and the town does not like the man because they were a feudal state. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're always getting, right, like you said, enough assistance from the town where it's, they, they're not like rioting. But they're like, we're on this guy's team. Kind of like when Batman, everyone's always like, Batman, like, I don't know if he's totally good or if he's like kind of good, but all the people in Gotham like Batman usually. Mm-hmm. And then the cops are like, damn you, Batman. But people are like, this guy's pretty cool, honestly. Let's, yeah. Let's side with him. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so so this starts the big the big rivalry. He really got the goat of the prince. Okay. And um, he heads back to the woods, lays low for a bit. There was no purpose other than rabble rousing with this. <sighs> Boy, I don't know what the purpose okay. was. Honestly, he might have. Maybe he made a little speech afterwards, where he or like. Oh, I could picture that. Or like he dropped a banner or something. Yeah. That was like. This prince sucks and he has all your money. The prince eats farts. <laughs> Don't marry him. Uh-huh. And, then he, and then he winks. 
slides down a, a thing onto a horse. Mm-hmm. And I'm picturing a, um, so we got the prince and then we got his bride to be and they're sitting up in a chair watching this whole situation. And it's, you know, he's like always trying to grab yeah, her Yeah, they hand. have those weird, what were the, the weird little flags that are just like a snake tongue flag? You know what I mean? Uh, oh, it goes like a pendant kind of, that goes in? Yeah, they had weird little like tiny flags. Like a triangle that thing, looked yeah. like. Well, there were the pennants, but also I picture like a snake tonguey looking. Like with a. Like a bookmark with a notch out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're on the same page. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think they got a few of those. <laughs> but she keeps kind of being like, I'm a little less. In, the more I watch this guy shoot arrows, the less I want to marry my current fiance. And then uh, and that, that starts a, a chain reaction where I think things, uh, I think the big issues pop up on her wedding day. I think there's going to be probably a lavish wedding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they make everyone in the town come, like, watch it from afar, though. And it's not even an open bar, even though it's their tax dollars paying for the wedding. And Charlie's getting really worked up. It's yeah, okay, man. One of those weddings where they hand out cupcakes, <laughs> where they, like, have, you know, where they're like, look, this is the wedding cake. And they're like, but nobody eats the wedding cake. You guys can go have different cupcakes if you want them. And we're like, that's not what a wedding cake is. What are we doing? What is this? You know what I'm saying? Is this, uh, is this related to you? Not relating, but um, I feel for you. Okay. I can empathize. It's a new move. Cakes are out. All right. So, uh, Robin. You're, hmm? you're a cake supporter, I presume, right? Oh, I'm a big cake yeah, guy. Yeah. That's... Tell the people. Bring the cakes back. I don't like those huge cakes. God, there's so much frosting on that shit, though. But that's the time for the frosting. <sighs> yeah. It's a wedding. Have some frosting. I don't know that I really like cake. They take the cake. Now's not the time to reflect on such a deep question. <laughs> you, are you a pie guy? I don't like pie. Are you just not, not much of a sweet tooth? Not a, not a big sweet tooth. See, I love a, I got a sweet tooth, but I want like a, like a muffin or like a cake oh, or something. Like, uh-huh. I want carbs that are sweet. If okay. You, if you give me candy, like a Snickers bar or something, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's good, but I don't feel good right after I eat it. It's too much sugar. I want that bread. Okay. That's what I'm all about. We can make that happen. Can we? Yeah. All right. Um, well, Robin Hood, Robin Hood brings the whole gang and they they show up and I think they just, I don't know, they, I don't think they trash the wedding. That seems a little bit like they're definitely the villains. Yeah. If they just, but I think he... They make off with the gifts? Oh, that could be. Um, that'd be <laughs> fun. Everybody... Like every, everyone in this little, sh- you know... Everyone's struggling to make ends meet now has a very nice IKEA blender. Or right, this guy I've never been to IKEA and... to have blenders. <laughs> They're uh, more furniture yeah, than appliance. You got to put the blender together yourself, mm-hmm. which is honestly <laughs> you do with a blender. There's like three things at the bottom and you got to remember what order they go in. Really? That's why it's not worth it. Okay. It's like a rubber stopper and oh, you put it in I the see. wrong spot. You got ice cream all over your floor. What are you blending ice cream for? Shakes? Milkshakes. Okay. You throw a little malt powder in there. Boom, you got a malt. I like it. Did this happen? Did we used to own a, a blender? No. Uh, but I made I made milkshakes growing up. All right. It was a it was a lot of effort. Not for... until after four though. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm. I didn't follow. Yeah, you breastfed until you were four. I was implying something along the lines that you just went out on a chilly day. I see. Before then. Didn't need to really <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> so sorry, Charlie's mom. So on on the wedding day of the prince and the princess, Robin Hood comes in and I think just steals her. Oh Jesus! But that but she's like into it, like consensually steals a woman. Okay. Um, 
which you ask permission before you steal a woman to all of our listeners out there. Yeah. Remember that Madison? Did Have we spoken about that Madison woman for years ago that like oh, said one... she was stolen and then she wasn't? Yeah. Remember that? There's a girl going to school here and I think she just like got bad grades or something. <laughs> was that? I pictured she went on like a really weird like meth bender or something and was too embarrassed to show her face. I think she just like had, I think she maybe had a, a stretch of depression or something and okay. was really struggling. So she faked her own death. Or just kidnapping. Yeah. Faked her own kidnapping, and everyone was driving around in helicopters looking for her, like, out by the highway. Mm -hmm. It was the talk of the town for a week. And then, uh, I think they just texted her Google search history, and it was all, like, how to fake kidnapping, best place in Madison to hide from kidnapping. Oh, wow. Um, How on the nose? It wasn't that (laughs) much. But they had, like, video of her, like, buying the stuff she used to fake her own. And then, yeah. I remember my buddy Tyler was in fifth grade when it happened. Tyler goes, uh, we were all talking oh, about Oh, we have class. talked about we this on pod. Yeah. Good on you, Tyler, though. That's yeah, he's so like, funny. I think she faked it. And everyone's like, you go to hell, man. And then, which, it's like, this recently happened. There's a girl who, uh, uh, her parents died in the area. Her parents were murdered and she is gone. Oh, my God. And recently? It, yeah, like a week ago. You got you got up to you got that inside cop scoop. I'm sure it's been on the news. It's on but, the news plenty. All right, <laughs> they're not covered up murders for weeks. Can you just curate my news for me then, please? Because <laughs> I'll, I'll I get overwhelmed. I'll forward you some articles. Um, but everybody, there were so many people were like, I think maybe this girl murdered her parents, and it's like, yeah, probably, but let's not say that yet. Let's just assume okay. she didn't murder her. But she was like 13. Oh like, yeah, okay. Like let's uh let's act like right, that's not a possibility, and then we're all shocked when we find it out. Yeah, because if she comes back and she didn't, we're like, not only are your parents dead, but we all just assumed you were the worst human being ever. <laughs> right. Like, hmm. well, I guess a little bit of good news. People like her again. Um, her parents are dead. Her life's not going to turn out too well. No, she'll, she'll uphill battle for sure from from here. Uh, well, best of luck to that girl. Mm-hmm. And she could use a Robin Hood in her life. Because I think what Robin Hood does here, I think he gets in a big sword fight with the prince. And that's just because you need you need a final scene and you can't have the prince call one of his buddies to sword fight him. Yeah. So I think he sword fights him. And very predictably, Robin Hood, even though he's an arrow guy. Pretty good with the sword. Knows his way around a sword better than uh, better than this prince fella. Yeah. Knocks him down some stairs. And then, uh, I don't know, he's king or something. I don't know how that concludes. <laughs> okay, so the, the, the feudal states in England used to work like uh, the way my friends and I played on giant snow piles growing up. Like it's you. just once you're at the top physically, you are the king. All right, I'm, I'm going to say that's not what happened. He doesn't get to live in the castle. He wins over this lady, and she comes and lives in the woods with him as oh. like queen of the merry men. Oh, boy, good f- uh, for her. Uh-huh. I think so. it's is it sad or empowering. I don't, I don't know. It feels like a down, downgrade. I think it's empowering. Okay. It's like if someone runs away from their rich husband to just like live a fulfilled life with a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. That's what feminism is all about. Yeah. Sometimes I have this fantasy that a, 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 a rich older woman will have sex with me because she thinks that I don't have much money. And I'm realizing <laughs> that most often it's probably, you know, because like, oh, the construct... Like most often it's probably overcoming the fact that this person doesn't have a lot of money and it's not the actual fetish itself of She's like, not attractive you know, to like, oh, the hot gardener or something and be like, eh, I got a beater car. You into that lady? <laughs> She's like, no, not really. 
can you fix it? I'm like, no. She's like, yeah, that's not it then. It's not what I'm looking for. I think that stuff with the pool boy is more just like uh, convenience. Like this guy's hanging out. It's in the convenience backyard. and maybe a weird age thing. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched that kind of stuff in a while. Yeah, it's you know, <laughs> people people get off on on a power dynamic. I think that's where that comes in. Yeah, it's true. Like I, I know I know a friend in Eau Claire who was doing plumbing work at age 18, and that's how he lost his virginity. Was oh my to a, like a 40 year old woman while he was. It was like cartoonishly like, oh, how can I? That does sound like pornography. That's that is. Like a poorly written, they're yeah. all poorly written, I guess. Maybe you know, maybe he's just a bad liar. <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> he watched porn and was yeah. like, "I lost my virginity." <laughs> uh, the only way that I know that it works. <laughs> now he seemed to. Y'all seem to like him. I tend to believe the guy. All right. Uh, oh yeah. So this this queen goes and lives in the woods, and I think she's probably got you know she grabs a map of the castle and knows where the jewels are, and just probably has some inside info. And these merry men really take off. See, the problem is, I wish we had a better end of the Robin Hood story, right? In okay. that he solved wealth inequality in the feudal state. But here's the deal about how that works. You need structural change. Mm-hmm. You can't literally just be like, we took your money and we gave it to other people. You got to be like, we have rules now where you have to give them your money and we're all okay with those rules. Yeah. So, uh, Robin Hood... Um... Slapped a band-aid on on this issue. Did he but he what's the happy ending? He got away or he just he's in love now? Yeah, I think they continue to be merry. Cause for as much as, as these folks in the woods are battling social change, I think they're also just living a good life. They're just like it sounds kind of fun. Right. And they have a cause. So uh-huh. they're not it's not just aimless drinking. It's like, oh, but you know, during the weekend we party hard, and then during the week we do like a cool thing that we think is worthwhile and then we go back and we drink on the weekend so that they're all very happy and i think that in and of itself is have, have they never tried to go find do they they just roam around the woods or do they have a little base camp i think they have a base camp and they they never try to go find them are they just that well hidden and defended there you could probably there i would think the prince would send a couple of uh slower horses but ones that wear armor you know, whatever that was about. Mm-hmm. You don't know that what I'm picturing here? The, the armored horses. I yeah. Don't know, I don't know what the plan was with those. <laughs> Seems real uh, inefficient, but I um, think you'd send some of those in the woods to... I think that would probably happen, and they would do, like, they'd probably get uh, caught in a big net or fall into, like, a... Oh, they booby Step on it. some leaves and they fall down there, or they swing a rock into their head. I caught a neighbor in a pit once. <laughs> what? <laughs> Growing up. I caught a neighbor in a big pit. In the woods. All right. So here's what happened. <laughs> it's not as as bad as it sounds. So I love growing up outside of town. Once you get to 12 and you're like, oh, I, I'm getting erections now and, and there's no, I, I don't know. Once you want to care about what your social life is, you want to move where there are more people. But growing up in the woods was great. And there was rumor that there was like a, a bobcat or like a maybe even a mountain lion because someone's <laughs> horse died apparently. So it was all hearsay. Okay. But we not thought there was a <laughs> no, not rawhides. Uh, we lived farther out from rawhide at this point. And uh, if the listener doesn't know, uh, I grew up in a suburb of Madison, and there was a man there, ten minute drive from the capital, who was known as Rawhide, who uh, would get drunk, climb on his horse, and his horse would know to take him home. Uh, his daughter gave a, a demonstration speech in my class on how to skin a rabbit. She brought a knife in and skinned a rabbit for us that her dad clubbed over the head that morning. That's the history it's, of Rawhide. True AACP fans 
remember him, but most of us do not. Oh, really? I think he's come up on an episode before, but he, oh, okay. back, in, back in the deep anal. Uh, I said it in the car on the ride back last night, and people, people enjoyed the anecdote, <laughs> so I kind of whipped through it here. I'm on board with the anecdote. Big Rawhide fan. Uh-huh. So we, uh, we thought there was like a large cat of some sort, so we wanted to catch it. So we dug probably like a five-foot pit, five-foot deep pit. Five feet's a lot. We were going to go deeper, but here's the thing. It was, you know, maybe uh, in diameter, probably... Uh, you give me about three feet? Four, three, four feet somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I just wish my arms were bigger before I decided to <laughs> use them to... It was a big pit. And, a wingspan's uh, worth a pit. Yeah, and... As we're digging it, someone starts yelling at us, seeing like, I don't know, tearing up the woods, I guess. Well, I don't know what they were thinking, but... How deep in the woods are you? Because I feel like you get a certain ways into uh, the woods. It could have been on someone's property line, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, then I get it. I mean, there was probably like 200 yards of woods between neighborhoods. So, someone owned this little strip of woods. Okay. Yeah, I, get, I don't yeah, know I'm who, kid, then. but it felt like it was the woods enough because no one went back there. No, there was nothing... I kind of feel like the woods should be a little bit like maritime law, where it's like... I like that. You're, you're deep in there. Do whatever you want. Like, yeah. You, you took the time to get out of society, so... For sure. But So, this person started yelling at us and running, and they literally ran right into our pit. The thing they were <laughs> yelling at us for, they literally sprinted oh. after us and fell into our pit. It's pretty great. It kind of feels like they wanted so badly to prove that what you're doing was going to cause problems. <laughs> they they, were, they like, tried to they tried to pull a slip and fall on our, our pit in the woods. It was like a real I told you so thing. And it's like, <laughs> this was the one thing you were worried about. You did like, you, we could have just not had that happen. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like some 12 year old walked in, fell in the pit and then presumably would break their leg or something. I mean, that's a five foot fall. You're going to fuck yourself up. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't like dug like a perfect cylinder. So I think most people would have been fine but it was getting there also were yeah, i mean gonna, it was like kind of cone shaped just the way we're still working on it and stuff I see. were you gonna cover it in leaves yeah we're gonna cover it in sticks and leaves okay as a, as it, like, it would have been a real liability <laughs> yeah <laughs> would have been a real dangerous thing they really took one for the team there i jump into that pit mm-hmm. so then did you fill the hole in no i just stayed there for years <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> That was my child. That's a little little slice of my childhood. Yeah, you were you're up to some mischief. Mm-hmm. Well, we we've had some mischief today <laughs> on the pod. I don't know that I've got uh, got anything else for you. No, that's okay. I enjoy the pictures you painted. Mm-hmm. They're behind me here, and uh, mm-hmm. I think the one of uh, the girl he ran off with in the woods very suggestive. Uh huh. I'm one of these lucky photos is gonna I'm gonna take back with me and put it on my fridge. So, mm-hmm. uh huh. And uh, yeah, so keep keep listening, folks. Uh, we got a correction with Rawhide coming up soon. He's a <laughs> he's got some some things to set straight uh, about horses and uh, if poor people can own them. He's got some theories about who built that pit in the woods. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Thank you all for listening again. Uh, trash us on SoundCloud. Leave a comment. Yeah. Listen, rate on iTunes. Uh, you know, buy green pants, but. Keep a pair of red in, in your in your backpack in case you need to pull a fast one. That's what we say here. All right. Thanks for tuning.